my pain and suffering, I've found that there's a purpose for pain. There is such a greater purpose for pain. I am obsessed with reading the Bible. I used to call myself a Christian, but I don't think I was one. I didn't have any change. Um, I just grew up believing in Jesus, but I didn't realize I was a sinner that deserved hell. <laughs> I didn't realize I was a bad person. I thought I was a good person. And most of us, all of us, think we're good people innately. The only thing that changes that is God. God brings conviction on your soul that you're not a good person, that you don't deserve his grace, you don't deserve heaven, you don't deserve life. And I didn't realize this until I read the Bible. A lot of churches today will try to say that God wants your best life now. God wants you to have health and wealth and all the great things that this life has to offer. But when you read the Bible, there's nothing like that in there. It actually says that God changes your desires to not be this world and that if you love the world, then you're an enmity with God. You're an enemy of God. You are against God if you're in love with this world and what it has to offer. So be careful who you listen to. Be very, very careful who you listen to because there are wolves out there in sheep's clothing. There are false teachers. And if your faith is based off of what a preacher is telling you, beware of that. Don't let that be enough for you actually dive into the word of god and know what god says not what man has perceived god to say and what man desires god to be like it's a dangerous thing and i'm not saying that preachers can't be helpful and preachers can't be literally godly men who are god is using to speak through i think preaching is a beautiful thing but there are far too many people out there who don't preach the gospel, who don't truly preach the true gospel. And I was deceived by a lot of this before I read the Bible because you don't know what you can trust. You don't know what's true. You just have your own idea of who God should be. And if it aligns with that, then you'll believe in it because that's what you want. But the Bible says, believe in what it says, <laughs> not believe in it because it makes sense to you and it makes you feel good or some great emotion. No, the Bible says, believe in this because it happened. Believe in Jesus because he really did walk on this earth. He really was God in the flesh and he claimed to be that. Don't let anyone deceive you. God did claim to be God. Jesus claimed to be God. He claimed to be God in the flesh and... The apostles were eyewitnesses of this and they wrote about it instantly and it circulated very fast within the first hundred years after Jesus died. This is insane that we have access to this book that truly is historically very reliable and people want to deny that. They don't want it to be reliable because they don't like what it says. The problem people have with the Bible and why so many people are hard atheists is because they don't want to believe they're sinners. They don't want to believe they're bad people. And I think I speak for all of us when we say, when I say I don't want to think I'm a bad person. None of us want to think we're bad people. But 
ultimately, God will show you that one way or another, and we are bad people. We are murderers, and even if you haven't murdered somebody, if you've hated someone, the Bible says it's no different than murder in your heart. And God doesn't care what you do necessarily just on the outside of your actions. He cares about what your heart's intent is. So if you're jealous, if you're hateful, if you hate God, it doesn't matter if you outwardly portray that or not. At the end of the day, God will judge you off of all the thoughts you think. And that's a scary thought, but it's a good fear to have because God doesn't leave us with just that. He sent Jesus for a reason. Jesus died on the cross and he took the penalty of sin so that us who believe will be reconciled to him so that we can have new life, so that the Holy Spirit can actually dwell inside of us. And I know that sounds crazy. I know that may sound a little loony, um, but it's true. <laughs> it's actually true. And I'm not going to just tell you this is true because I had an experience. I don't just believe in experiences. A million different religions have experiences. But Christianity has a lot of facts. Christianity is true. It has so much facts and so many people have already said mean things to me about claiming this that it's true that it can be pr it's proven that it's backed up it's like extremely reliable and that's not to say we have a hundred percent accuracy you'll never have that with any historical document but if we can believe that aristotle's writings really were from aristotle then we can believe that the Bible really is from who it says it's from. Which, if at the end of the day, it does claim that God wrote it. And not just fallible men. Yes, men wrote it, but they claimed that the Holy Spirit was writing it through them. And through the miracles and wonders they did, I would say that that's true. So, I don't know where you're at today, I don't know what you're going through, but if you are seeing a lot if you're in the Christian realm of emotion and charismaticness, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But just know God isn't obsessed with you and your emotions and his world doesn't revolve around making you feel good. I'm sorry to tell you that and don't click off of this because it's true. God wants you to have abundant life. That is true, but that's not why he came. He came to preach repentance, that we should repent of our sins and trust in Jesus that he took the penalty for our sins and we can be made new because of what he's done on the cross. If you do believe in Jesus or if you are feeling inclined to believe that this is true, that's God. It's not you. We, I didn't realize my faith didn't come from me. And that's a controversial one too. A lot of people don't want to believe that. But our faith doesn't come from us. The Bible says that we are elected, we are chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. So if you find yourself starting to believe that this, that's because you were chosen by God. You were destined for this. God knew you before you were born and he created you for his good purpose. You're not just a ton of 
atoms and random molecules that decided to randomly exist here. No, God made you, the creator of the whole universe, created you and in his image. And don't take that to your head <laughs> because many people will, but we still are sinners. We chose to run away from God. We chose to live against him. And we can't compare ourselves to other sinners to, tell, to be our judgment for the fact that, oh, we're good enough. Compare yourself to a holy God. You're never, not going to be good enough. For, just because everybody is a sinner doesn't mean that it's okay. Like, if everyone on earth was murdering people, would that make murdering okay? No, it wouldn't. It's, it's wrong. It's because it's wrong. We have a conscience. We know these things are wrong. And I think society is trying to get rid of that. We are trying to say that it's not a problem, that lying, white lies are okay, and, you know, that being a different gender than a man or a woman or what God designed you to be is okay, and it's not. It just simply isn't. We have this conscience, and we naturally want to disobey God, and He can help change that. If you believe in him, he will make you a new creation. The old will pass away and the new will come. That doesn't mean you'll be perfect, but it means you will have new life. That you will start to be different. That you'll have fruit from the Holy Spirit living within you. And it, this is the truth. This is the true gospel. It's not that... I'm not going to try to sell you Christianity. I'm real with you. Like I want to be down to earth with you because... I feel like that's all I've experienced is people trying to sell it, trying to get more people converted and make a profit. And that's not what Jesus wanted. He said, if you put your hand to the plow and turn back, then get out of here. You're not fit for me. Like, you're not fit for the kingdom. You're, if you think you're going to focus on your old life while you're in me, while you're saying you're going to devote yourself to me, that's just not true, like, that you can't do that, that's, you have to take up your cross, you, and that, back then, meant be tortured, be executed, be spat on, reviled, hated, that's what Jesus called his disciples to, and that's not an appealing uh, message, just to be blunt, <laughs> like, if I come up to you and say, hey, do you want to be a part of this religion that promises that you will be persecuted and hated. Yeah, sure. Who the heck is going to want that? Um, so that's why Christianity, real Christianity, isn't popular. Jesus said the gate was narrow. It is narrow. And that means the path is narrow. That means a lot of people who say they're Christians today aren't really Christians. And we have to let the word of God be our foundation because... That is the foundation that Jesus gave and had. He didn't try to soften the message so people would join him. He honestly made it harder so that only people who truly loved him would follow him. And nowadays we're doing the exact opposite. It's extremely sad. And I hope that you're, if you're still here, 
I truly feel like God is working on your heart because if you're listening to this message and are still appealed to God, I think he's doing a work in you and you shouldn't deny that. God loves you and he wants you to come to him and surrender your life to him to be made new and study his word, know who he really is. He doesn't want you to waste your life. <laughs> he wants you to fulfill the purpose that he's giving you and he will. Like it's not reliant upon you. We are told to work out our salvation, but he is the one who gives us the strength to do so. And he will strengthen your faith. He can change your heart to love him. He can truly change your heart. And I know he did with me. I was so content and I never opened my Bible. Being a Christian isn't just attending church on Sunday or going to God when everything else isn't working out. Being a Christian is having a actual relationship with Jesus, with God. We A relationship doesn't look like just talking to somebody once everything goes wrong. Like if you've ever had a friend who only hits you up when things are rough and they need to vent and they want something from you, odds are you don't want to be friends with them. <laughs> Same thing kind of for Jesus. You're not really a friend of Jesus. You're not really a follower of Jesus. You're just following him to get something out of him. If you're just going to him to get something out of him. He's not a genie. He's a holy God who truly we don't even deserve to be in the presence of. In this world we still have God in it. We have good things happening but there will be a day where there will no longer be this middle ground where there's good and evil. There will simply just be evil and hell and good. And that's the truth. I don't know how else to put it, but don't neglect the time you have because eternity's at stake. And Jesus is grace. We didn't deserve his sacrifice on the cross. None of us did. That's why it's grace. <laughs> if we deserved it, if we were so worthy, like so many people like to say, then wouldn't we be just like God? If we were really worthy of it, wouldn't it not even be grace? It makes no sense, so just be on guard and guard your heart, rely on Jesus, not spiritual leaders. Not saying they can't help, but Jesus is our strength and refuge and his word is what gives us strength and what teaches us discernment and truth. It's how God speaks to us. We can't expect God to speak to us in any way other than his word. Don't rely on feelings but rely on the truth and scripture. God has spoken in it and that is truly all you need. It's not hand-me-down clothes like Priscilla Shiver likes to say. It's true. It's enough. It's fresh revelation from God. It's all the revelation we need. I know a lot of people hate me for that but it is. It's true. That's what we truly can rely on. If it's an open book, that's very dangerous. There's not a lot of um, reliability with that. We need to know what we can trust and we can trust scripture. I hope this encourages you today and if you believe in Jesus, if you think what I'm saying is truth and 
you understand where I'm coming from, you know, you've maybe experienced that with just churches not actually valuing the Bible. They pick and choose and just focus on you rather than God. If you realize that that's not right and that you need to focus on God, not me. It's If anything is me-centered, that's just prideful and that's not what God has called us to. It's supposed to be God-centered. We're supposed to care about God more than anything. So if this convicts you, if maybe you're not a Christian today, please read the Bible and repent. You can read in John and Romans and I think those are two great books to start. John explains Jesus's life and how he truly was God in the flesh and Romans explains a lot about sin and what Jesus' death really accomplished. So if you want to believe in Jesus today, repent of your sins, pray to Jesus that he would forgive you of your sins, that you believe what he did on the cross and that he did raise from the dead three days later, that he really was the son of God and that you want to be changed by him. I hope that this helped you and Please stay tuned if you have chronic illness, if you have anxiety, if you want to learn more about Jesus and not from any insincere motives. I'm seriously just here to share what I've learned about God um, because that's what matters. <laughs> I'm not here to try to get people to follow me and think well of me or make a profit off of this. I'm literally just here to share what I've learned through my struggles. I mean, I'm disabled. Um, I have a chronic illness. I know I don't look like it, <laughs> um, but I can't work. I can't go to college anymore. I barely can have a social life half the time. Um, it's only by the grace of God that I am sitting upright and talking to you and actually able to coherently talk about this stuff. Um, Ironically, I just tried to talk to a friend and I was just so tired and exhausted and lightheaded that I couldn't even formulate sentences. So the fact that I'm able to speak right now, I truly think is a point God's making to me that this is what I'm supposed to do and I don't really care what people think. I don't care what comments people leave. I am no longer going to be captive to people's opinions. I am solely going to serve God and I just... I hope somebody out there needed this and can benefit from it and grow closer to God by his grace in doing something through me because I'm simply just a vessel. I'm a nobody. <laughs> I am nothing. I have no worth and value apart from what Jesus has done for me. So yeah, I just wish I had, I, I wish I, I wish there was somebody out there that is doing what I'm doing because I needed this um, for the like the past two years. I've really needed, I really needed guidance from somebody that wasn't trying to put on some persona and just be fake and try so hard. I'm not sitting here trying super hard. I'm just simply telling you about what saved my life and that's Jesus. So thank you for watching and please consider subscribing because. 
Um, it would just encourage me a lot, honestly. I feel like I really need that at this stage because I'm constantly exhausted and it's really hard for me to pursue this right now, but I just feel God's laid it on my heart to do this and it, I, if it, this would be a blessing to you if you're struggling and suffering, that's literally my specialty. Um, I've been struggling for years now and um, God's brought me to my knees and I ha feel like I have a lot to say about this stuff. I have a lot of information that I've learned over the years and God's grown me in ways I can't even describe but if you ask anybody who knows me really well then you, they would tell you that I'm a completely different person and I don't shut up about Jesus so anyways God bless you. Forgiveness will